Okay, this week we're going to do something a little different. Um, very remotely related to Pirkei Avis, but it's related to the Parsha. So, what I wanted to do was give a share on the Akeda, <coughs> which we could, again, remotely tie into Pirkei Avis, because somewhere in Pirkei Avis it says that it's from Avinu, it's Ednesianus, and one of them was the Akeda. So, when <coughs> you go through the Akeda, because I think it's a very important lesson, understanding in, and try to take care of the misconceptions about the Akedah. <coughs> Many people think that the Akedah was that Avraham Avinu was told to kill his son. Avraham Avinu was not told to kill his son. Someone had to kill their son, what they do is probably take them into a room. He would probably put earplugs in himself and probably put a gag on his son and then he would close his eyes and whatever, do whatever he needs to do to kill him. That's not what Avram Avinu was told to do. Avram Avinu was told to shecht his son. Shecht him as a carbon. A carbon has a lot of halachas to it and with any little slip or any little mistake, the carbon is possible. It's something that a person doesn't do blindfolded with earplugs and without looking or anything like that. A shita is a, something that's done with a lot of concentration. And that's the first thing <coughs> that has to be understood. That itself is a big nisayim. But we're going to try to show here as we go through the actual psukim of the Akeda to show that this act that Avraham Avinu did was something unparalleled in the history of the world and of Kla Yisrael because this is a schus that we live on Ad Hayyem every Rosh Hashanah every Tainis and as we'll show even for the Gula Hasida is dependent on the schus of the Akedah so it had to be a, you know this famous story with Chana Veshiva Bonea that after her seven sons and the Magician Eicha brings it down after her seven sons um, were Moisir Nefesh she said, to her, she said, go tell Avraham Avinu that you only gave, you gave up one son and I gave up seven sons. So the truth is, we never in any of our tefillahs say discuss of Chana Veshiva Vanel should stand for us. Because although when you look at seven to one, she maybe gave up more children, Avraham Avinu didn't even kill Yitzchak at the Ereshach, Yitzchak at the end. However, the idea is that they really have nothing to do with each other, the actions between her and Avram. As we will show, that Avraham Avinu's action here was something that beyond anything of belief actually. So the Pasuk starts off and says, It was after these things, and Hashem decided to test Avram. So Rashi tells this famous Chazal, what's the Dvar Ma'ela? The Satan came, and he says, Avram Avinu made a Suda, the Yitzchak was born, he made this party, a bunch of them, and he never brought one carbon. So the Satan here is wondering, uh, you know, I like carbonus. Uh, where is there a carbon? So Hashem answered him and said, All the parties were Bishvil Benai for his son Yitzchak. If I would say Shaft Yitzchak, he would do that. So the Satan said, Okay, let's see, prove it. So Vahiachar Dvaramela was after this give and take between Hashem and the Satan. <coughs> So Hashem tells him, Here I am. Rashi tells us, that's how Hasidim talk. 
It's a lotion of Anivus. A lotion of I'm ready and prepared, I'm at your service. Now, why here by the Akeda are we being taught that Hasidim are always ready to serve Hashem? I mean, not every story of Yaakov Avinu, Yitzchak Avinu, anyone does it always say Hineini. If the Torah wrote it here to teach us something, the Torah for some reason decided by the Akeda to teach us Hineini. Keep that question in mind, we'll get back to it. So he says, Vayoymer, Hashem says, Kachna, please take to go, and it's not going to be an easy thing here. Ramavina is already getting a whiff that this is not going to be such an easy thing to do. Your son, your only son, and go up to Eretz Hamiria, that's the Mokam Hamikdash. So Abramavinu, probably a first thought things, okay, Hashem probably wants us to go there and learn about the Beit Hamikdash and learn about Karbanas. And then Hashem says, No, bring him up there as an Ayla, as a carbon Ayla. <coughs> okay, this is a little shocking. I'm supposed to bring my son as a carbon Ayla. It's Eretz Hamiriya, it's that neighborhood, but which, where exactly? It's going to be one of the mountains. Hashem said he didn't tell him which mountain, he wanted to give him schar. A normal person would say, listen, you just gave me the biggest shock in the world. I have to go shecht my son as a carbon. At least tell me all the details. Why did you because it's much harder to do. That's what I'm saying. At least don't keep me in suspense where I'm going. But every ten minutes, Hashem says, go. Don't worry. On the way, I'll let you know where, which, if you're going in the right direction, right? The GPS will tell you, made a wrong turn, make the next left turn. It'll tell you where to go. When you don't know where you're going, you're always nervous. Some say, no, I don't know. am I going the right way? Am I going the wrong way? Am I going to get there? How long is left? Right? So, Hashem told him, it's enough of a shock. He told him, bring in the carbon. No, I'm going to make it a bigger nisayin. I'll tell you, you just start going. I'll let you know if you're on the right path. So what happens? Vayashkem Avram Avram gets up the next morning early. Vayashkem, he got up early. Did Avram Avinu ever get up late on any other day? I mean, was he from these late risers that this was the first morning he ever got up early? You could probably assume that Avram Avinu was up early every day, Lavai de Sashem. So why here did the Torah decide to tell us he got up early? So, and I'll just say, like always, most of this year is from my Rebbe Yerushalayim of Rebbe Shlita. So he, so Rebbe said, very simple, we can imagine probably that, remember the Satan, this was his idea. His idea said, show me that Avram Avinu would shecht his son. Now from those words you would probably think that the Satan is going to help Avram Avinu all the time. Right? The Satan is obviously a big chassid of Karbanas now. And he wants Avram Avinu to bring a Karban. And he wants, Hashem said, I'll even shecht his son. The Satan said, show me. So you would assume the Satan is going to be the biggest help. But obviously that's not true. And the Satan was the biggest problem here. So the Satan probably came to Avram Avinu and said, listen, Avram, you get up every morning very early, but you have to remember who Yitzchak was. Yitzchak, because Yitzchak Avinu, he was 37 years old now. He wasn't a little kid. He was, he was, he was 
from the others. He was from the second, after Avram Avinu. Every minute of the day was Tyra, was Avaida, was Kedusha, was Tikkunim and all the worlds. We can't even imagine what the others were. There was nothing mundane to the others. They just lived their lives. Everything to them was Kedusha. So, <clears throat> every minute that Yitzchak lives longer, what's happening? There's more Kedusha in the world. More things are going on. So, Avram Avinu listened. Today is the day you're going to get up late. Why? Shem didn't tell you what time to shecht Yitzchak. He said, go do it. The longer Yitzchak lives, the more Kedusha will happen in the world. More Tyra will be in the world. More Tikkunim in the world. So, you'll go, but a couple hours later. That was like the Satan's first attempt here at stopping Avram Avinu from doing things. Avram Avinu says, no. The mitzvah is to go Shech Yitzchak. Not to make cheshbonus of how it's going to come out. Hashem said, go do it. What does Rashi say? You get up early in the morning. There's a mitzvah. We go and do it. That's why it says there, Vayashkeim Avram Babaiker. Now, Rev. Rev. didn't say this, but the Bali Musa say, the Chiddush of Vayashkeim Avram Babaiker was not that he got up early. The Chiddush was that he was able to go to sleep. If, you, if anyone else had this Nisayan, they wouldn't sleep a whole night. But Avram Avinu was so happy to do the Rats and Hashem, he was able to go to sleep. And Memela, if you go to sleep, you wake up in the morning. But the Chiddush wasn't in the waking up. The Chiddush was that he was sleeping, that he had to wake up. <coughs> what happens? He saddles his own donkey. Rashi says, again, he did it himself. He didn't command one of his servants. He had many servants of Ramavino, three hundred and at least three hundred and eighteen servants like Kaminyan Eliezer, like we had in last week's parsha, at least that many. Now Vayakavesh's Khamira doesn't just mean his donkey, it means he took care of all the preparations. He made the sandwiches, he got the everything they needed he got together. Why? Because he wanted to do the Ratan of Hashem. Why do we need to know this? Again, because probably the Satan came to Avram Avinu and said, Listen, Avram, yeah, you have to make sandwiches, you have to make have provisions, you have to saddle up your donkey, but you don't have to do it yourself. It's enough tsar, it's enough pain that you're going to take Yitzchak to the Akeda to go Shechtim. You have to go make the sandwich for Yitzchak, his last meal, as you're cutting the bread and putting on the peanut butter, whatever it is. You're thinking to yourself, this is the last piece of bread my Heiligasan Yitzchak is going to eat. You know how much pain that is going to be for you? You don't have to do that. Go tell one of your servants to do it. They'll pack it all up for you. You'll be okay. Again, the Satan here is trying to water down the schutz of the Akedah. Says the Pasuk, Vayacha Vayshas Chamayre. Avraham Avinu says, Satan, keep quiet. I'm going to do everything myself. It's a mitzvah. It's a mitzvah. Mitzvah by Yaisar mi Bishluchai. When you do a mitzvah yourself, it's better than if your, your shliach, your agent, your messenger does it. I'm doing it myself. I mean, I'm going to do it besimcha, not pitzar. I'm not going to do it nebuch, this is his last sandwich. Yes, Hashem, this is Ratzon Hashem. I want this, to, this is going to be his last sandwich. And I get to prepare it for him. Oh, that's a big schuss. It's not that, oish, this is his last sandwich and it's so much pain. This is the biggest schuss to prepare his last sandwich. So what happens? 
he takes his two lads. Why does he take two? Who were the two Naarim? Yishmael and Eliezer. Those were his two Naarim. Now, why do we have to know that they're coming along? So Rashi tells us that Chazal wanted to tell us a very important halacha. A chash of a person is not allowed to go on the road without being accompanied by two shimrim. Why? So he should always be protected. Why do you need two? Because invariably when a person is on the road, someone has to go to the bathroom. And if one goes, if you only have one guard and he goes to the bathroom, so the Adam Chashev is left with nothing. No protection. So when there's two guards, you always have protection. Again, we'll ask the same question we've been asking. Um, we have no other... We're in the middle of Akedah here. You have nowhere else to tell me that Adam Chashev is supposed to go with two Shaimrim? But Yetzi Yaakim Beersheva, he went with two Shaimrim. Well, why, why here? Of all places, in the middle of the Akedah, here's where you have to tell me this halach. So the answer is, again, obviously to take care of a taina that the sultan had. The sultan came along and said, Avram, you always go with two shimrim because why? You want to be protected. Why do you want to be protected? Because you want to stay alive to do Rath and Hashem. Well, you know what? Hashem is telling you to go to the Akedah. If he wants to make you to make it to the Akedah, you know, let him protect you himself. What do you need shimrim for? Hashem is telling you to go, he'll be your Shimer, you don't need two Shimer here. And if you don't make it, so you won't make it. Obviously Hashem didn't want you to make it, or he would have protected you. Says the Pasuk, no. He took his two Na'arim. He told the Satan, be quiet Satan. What do you mean? Hashem wants me to make it, I'll make it. There's a mitzvah to go, I want to make it. There's a mitzvah to go, I'm going to make sure I'm safe with my two shimrim, so I can make it to the mitzvah. <coughs> Who else does he take along with him? Really? I mean, the Torah has to tell me he took Yitzchak? He took his tuna arim, he took his sandwiches, he took the chamar, and he forgot Yitzchak at home. Of course he took Yitzchak. Why does the Torah tell me that Yitzchak? Yitzchak sees the, he's the, he's the Akedah. Why does the Torah have to tell it? The Torah doesn't say one extra word. What does the Torah have to say it for? Again, for the Satan. Why? Because the Satan had a taina. Avram Avinu. You're going to the Akedah. It's going to take you some time to get there. What are you going to do on the way with Yitzchak? You're going to talk him in learning. You're going to talk in Tyra, in Kedusha. What happens when you continue and st- spend so much time with your son? Your love for him becomes even greater. You see who he is, how Kaddish he is. Why do you need to do that for? Isn't it hard enough to you, for you to go check your son knowing who he is now? You need to prepare for it by loving him even more? Send Yitzchak! On one highway to Eretz with his two Shimrim, of course, and you go on a different highway to Eretz and you'll meet there. Why do you have to go with him? 
you need to do this, Avraham Avinu? So what does the Pasuk say? He told Satan, if you haven't learned yet, I told you to keep quiet. The exact opposite. I want to do this mitzvah. What's the mitzvah of Akedah? That I'm showing Hashem I love him more than I love my son. The more I love my son, the bigger I show, the greater show of love for their Shalom it is. So I want to go Badapka with my son, yes, and I'm going to love him even more over the next couple of days. Why? So that my mitzvah is a better mitzvah. So when I give him to Hashem, I'm showing my love in the greatest possible fashion that there could be. So Ve'ez Yitzchak Benai. He took Yitzchak with him. Ve'yavaka Atze Ayla. He chopped wood for an Ayla. Because you need special wood. Hilchus Karbanis. You need special wood that burns a certain way for a carbon. And this is the same idea as before. The Satan probably told him. Why do you have to chop down the wood to, kill your, to burn your own son? It's too much pain, so like by the sandwiches. And Avraham Avinu said, no, it's a mitzvah, I'm going to do it myself, it's my schos. Vayavaka atze oila, he chopped down the wood. Vayakam vayelech, he got up and he went. El amokayim asher To the place where Hashem told him to go. <clears throat> what does that mean, to the place where Hashem told him to go? Where else is he going to go? What's Asher Amar Loi Ho'alikim? Vayokam Vayelach. He went. The answer is that Avram Avinu really had a big problem here. There's a major contradiction in Hashem here. Because Hashem had told him Ki v'yitzchak yikar l'chazara Through Yitzchak you're going to have descendants, children, your mom you won't be able to count them. And now what does Hashem tell him to do? Go bring him as a carbon. Yitzchak didn't have any children yet. He's not married. Ah, there's a big contradiction. Did Avraham Avinu ask Hashem this contradiction? No. He went to the place Asher Omar Kim. Hashem told him to go. He went. He doesn't ask questions, even if he has them. Reb Chatzkel Levinson, the Chayim Levracha, the Mir Mashkiach, Panovitz Mashkiach, Mir Mashkiach. He used to say as follows: He used to say a person has a brain, a brain. Person can think, can do a lot of things with it. He's only allowed to think when the Torah tells him to think. But if the Torah tells someone not to think, so then his brain has to be like a piece of wood, not functional at all. I'm like a robot. I'm told to do something, I will do it. If the Torah tells me not to think, Avraham Avinu was the the most brilliant person in the world. He figured out Hashem exists when no one else in the entire world understood there was Hashem. He has a major, major problem with Hashem here. A big contradiction what Hashem said. <clears throat> Does he ask the question? Does he think twice about it? No. He's like, his brain at this moment is like a piece of wood. Where did he go? Hashem said go. Hashem didn't say think. Hashem didn't say talk to me. Hashem said go. He went. That's how Abraham Avinu was acting here. <clears throat> It's the third day. The Rambam is a well-known, the famous Rambam. Why did it take three days? Because when a person is like all excited and he gets adrenaline, he does things that he never would have done at a different time if he had time to think about it and contemplate it. 
So if the Akeda uh, would have happened in one day, so everyone, the Satan and people would say, oh, big deal. Avram didn't have time to think about it. He got caught up in the passion of the moment. Three days, you have time to think about things. That's why it took three days. But no one could say Avram Avinu was like just in the, riding the roller coaster here. Three days of going and walking gives the person time to contemplate and to think. And Avram Avinu had time to think. So on the third day, he lifts up his eyes, Vayar es and he sees the place. What did he see? Chazal tells us, Rashi says, he saw an unknown, a cloud on top of the mountain. This wasn't a regular cloud. This was a Shina. So he saw this Vayar wasn't a physical thing. This is Ruach HaKadosh. <coughs> he was able to see Beruach HaKadosh, the unknown, the Shina on the mountain. So now the Pasuk doesn't tell us what happened, but basically what happened was, <coughs> he says, he calls over Yitzchak. Yitzchak, you see anything over there in the distance? Yitzchak, I see the Shechina there. Okay, Yitzchak, you move to this side. You see the Shechina too? You see the Anan? Okay. Eliezer, <coughs> well you see anything over there? Beautiful blue sky. It's beautiful. Okay. Yishmael, you see anything over there? Also, gorgeous blue sky. Looks like my picture, my postcard of Yerushalayim. That must be Yerushalayim there. That's it. Anything else you see there? Am I supposed to see nothing? No. Go to the side. Uh, they had a chamar with that, remember. Chamar, so to speak. Do you see anything over there? I don't know how chamars talk, but they said no. So, one group of people here saw the Shekhinah. And the other group didn't. So Avram turns to the Na'arim Yishman Eliezer You stay here in Machamar with the Chamar The Chamar wasn't able to see the Anan and you're not able to see the Anan so you guys are all one group and you stay here Me and Yitzchak Vani Vahanar We're going a little further <coughs> Now Chazal tell us that Shpulachem Pai Imachamar, that this is the Torah's way of telling us that the Goyim, Yishmael and Eliezer, are Am Hadai Melechamar. Chazal say Imachamar, with the Hamar, they're Am Hadai Melechamar. They're a nation that is similar to a Hamar. Eliezer was a Kanani. Right, maybe later on he became a Baruch after the story in Parshas Talbis, but he was a, he was an avid Kanani, so he was an Auror actually. So he was Victor Machacham, both Eliezer and Shmuel, as we'll see in a moment. Eliezer was Avraham Avinu's Talmud Muvuk, but at the moment he was a Kanani, and he's a Kanani, and he's an Am Hadayim Lechamar. Now this is Nagat certain halachas and yichos and different things. We're not just saying that they're just all donkeys, but in halachas they have a certain things that the Chazal gave them and said they're like animals in this thing. They're not like people. So now we have to ask the simple question again: Why here? Why did Tyre have to tell me that halacha here? So the Briskarov said a beautiful word, and he said, "You have to remember Avraham Avinu." was Makir as Baira. He was the only person in the world who realized there's a Hashem and he went around and he was Mefarsim the Shem Hashem in the world. 
He had a whole institution at Ramavinu. Who is getting old? Who's going to take over his job? Son Yitzchak. Well now, comes along the Satan and says, Abram, uh, who's going to take over your job here? You're going to Shach Yitzchak. So Avram might have thought to himself and answered the Satan, well listen, I have two Talmidim here, Eliezer, Yishmael, they're been Talmidim Chachamim, they'll take over. So listen, they're not Yitzchak, I agree. But a little bit of a Nechama, I'm leaving over my, I'm going to leave over my uh, whole life's work in the hands of capable, capable people. So what is Hashem? Hashem is Megalat Avram Avinu. You want to know who Eliezer and Yishmael are? They're not just not as good as Yitzchak. They're not anywhere near Yitzchak. They're like the Chamar. You want to leave over your job, your life's work over for a Chamar? Yeah, Yishmael and Eliezer are the same idea as the Chamar. Hashem was doing this again to... This is part of the Nisayan for Avraham Avinu with the Satan here. His whole life's work, not as just his son, his entire life was for this. And now, so to speak, there's going to be no continuity to it if he gets if he if he shots Yitzchak. But Avraham Avinu is still going. He doesn't care. So. Vayikach Avram Ezatzeh takes the wood, he puts it on Yitzchak Benai, Yitzchak gets to carry some things too, also probably to be Mezakeh him in the mitzvah. Vayikach Vyodah Zeish Vesamacheles, Avram Avinu took the fire, took the knife, Vayelchu Shneim Yachtav. And they both went Yachtav. As Rashi tells us, Avram Avinu, who knows he's going to Shecht, Yitzchak, and Yitzchak, who thinks he's going to Shecht an animal, he doesn't know what he's going for, they both went with the same simcha. So Avram Avinu, the Torah is really telling us right here, after all the tests he's gone through, the Satan tried to stop him all these times. <clears throat> if you looked at Avram and Yitzchak, you saw no difference. Yitzchak's going calm, cool, because he thinks he's going to shat. He, he knows they're taking things for Karbanas. He thinks there's going to be a sheep there. And Avram knows he's going to shat Yitzchak. They're both going exactly the same. What happens? They're on their way. Chazal tells us the Satan, who we think should be helping, what does he do? He makes a flood. There's no way for them to pass through. It's impossible. Twelve foot deep water. Well, Avram Avinu could have said, Listen, Hashem, you want me to go? Help me out a little bit. I don't have a boat. I don't have any ski. I'm supposed to get across over here. I'm going home. What does Avram Avinu do? Here. He goes into the water, deep, 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 deep. Chazal say he came to the point and said, Bo my nafesh. He's about to drown. <coughs> he doesn't care. The Satan's not stopping him. He's going. At this point, the Satan realizes Avramavin is a lost cause. There's no way to stop Avramavin. So, who's next to work on? Yitzchak. Yitzchak says, Father, here I am. What happened? The Satan went over to Yitzchak, the Major says. And says, Yitzchak, um, where are you going? We're going to uh, Shech the Karban. 
Oh, Yitzchak, did you notice anything missing from your uh, from from your from from your supplies there? Like a sheep to shecht? You're right. I don't know. Maybe uh, I don't know. The UPS did ahead. I don't know. I sent it ahead. We'll find one there. Uh, Sutton says, uh, "No, Yitzchak, I have bad news for you. You're the sheep." Really? So Yitzchak He says, "Avi, father." Now, you have to remember also, what was Avram Avinu doing now? Avinu was getting ready, this is it. He's going to the Arcada. Can you imagine the millions of Kavanas of Kedusha Avram Avinu is going to put into the Arcada here? He's having all these Kavanas. Like Rabbi Brenda says, if you have someone on the phone making the deal this century, and they're about to close the deal, and all of a sudden the little kid comes, Tati! What do you say? Get out of here. Uh, mommy, get rid of him. All right? Uh, I'm in the middle of something here, don't you see? Goodbye! Avraham Avinu is in the middle of everything here. What does he say? Yitzchak says, Avi, Hineini Bini. Remember our Hineini? Now here's not Hashem even. Hineini Bini. Sure, my son. What, what, what? what do you need? I'm ready. I'm ready here for whatever you want. Very calm and cool, Avraham Avinu here. So by Yaimer, Hineha Eshwa hates him. I see wood, I see fire. And where's the set? <coughs> so what does Abram say? Lakim Yerleyaseh, La Ayla Bini. You, my son, are the Ayla. Yitzhak just got the shock of the world. Abram Avinu had time for three days already to prepare for this. So he could say, by now he already digested it. Yitzhak, he just heard it. What does the Pasuk say? Vayel chushneim yachtav. They both went yachtav again. You couldn't tell the difference. Just like before, we were making the contrast between Avram and Yitzchak. Yitzchak knew nothing and Avram was calm. Now the other way around. Yitzchak, who just found out, went with the same simcha and the same calmness that Avram Avinu, who had time to prepare. This is a mile of Yitzchak. So they came, Elamokam Asher Omar Loi Holikim, Vayivan Sham Avram is Hamizbeach, this is the Mizbeach, this is the Mizbeach that Adam Arishim brought Karbonasan, the Mizbeach Noyach brought Karbonasan after the Mabul. Avram Avinu built it up, Vayarech Esoetim, and he set up the wood on top of it. Vayakoy des Yitzchak Benoy, he tied up Yitzchak his son. And then he put him on top of the Mizbeach, on top of the wood. Now it's very clear here that he first tied him up, and then he put him on top of the Mizbeach. Now, wouldn't it be easier for him to say, Yitzchak, climb up onto the Mizbeach, and I'll tie you up there? Is it much harder to tie him than lift him? Furthermore, it's well-known Madrash, the Yitzchak said, my father, tie me tight, so that, as he was about to shecht him, so that I won't passel the shechita, shouldn't move. He said, kapseini, tie me very tight, said Yitzchak, you're about to shecht me, tie me up very tight, so that I shouldn't move and passel the shechita. It seems from the Madrash, he was already on the Mizbeach, and he said, father, tie me up. And here the Pasuk specifically says, vayakai, this Yitzchak benayim. So, <coughs> the Rabbi Shulay Diskin says a cute vart. 
And he says that Hashem said, Vahalehu la'ila. Now, Vahalehu meant bring him up as a carbon oila. At least that's what Avraham Avinu thought it meant. What actually did it mean? Vahalehu means lift him up as an oila. So that means in the simple understanding, and it was included in also in Avraham Avinu's understanding, not only does he have to bring him as a shechita, as a carbon, Hashem said, pick him up as an ayla. That means Hashem said to pick him up and put him on the Mizbeach. Now there's a halacha, you may know from Hilfah Shabbos, that chai noisei A living person carries himself. If you pick up a living person, halacha, he's really carrying himself. That's why there's the concept of dead weight. Someone who's not alive is much heavier. A live person has lifts himself up and, and, and Hilcha Shabbos if he carries someone it's not a because so one second how is Avraham Avinu going to lift Yitzchak how is he going to lift him up he never lifts a person he's always lifting himself but Chazal tell us if you tie a person up and he can't move not totally like in a straitjacket but if you tie him up and he can't run away really and then you lift him there's no Chai Noisei so therefore, Avraham Avinu had to first He had to tie him up. It didn't have to be so tight that he can't move. Just enough that he can't run away. Why did he have to tie him up? To be mekayim in order to lift him. Now that he's on the mizbeach, he's about to shecht him. Yitzchak says, I'm not tight enough. Now it's a different issue. I might move and pass all the carbon. For that, you have to tie me real tight. So there was two stages here to being tied up. There was before he lifted him. And that's why I didn't tell him, climb up and I'll tie you. Because he had to lift him up there. And then Yitzchak says, tie me very tight so I shouldn't move. This Pasuk is a very hard Pasuk to understand. Avram sent out his hand. He took the knife to shecht his son. Just say, he shechted his son. What's this whole long, drawn out Pasuk? Rebbe always says, you know, he tell kids, it's time for bed. Then you hear that they're making Meshuggah upstairs. So you say, what are you doing up there? We're going to sleep, right? We're going to sleep. I don't want you to go to sleep. I want you to be sleeping. Going to sleep is like, we're on the way. It's a very lazy way of doing it. We're coming to eat. When you say, someone calls you and you're coming to eat, usually you're taking your time doing 14 other things on the way. He sent out his hand. He took the machalas to go and check. He's going to Shechtesan. Going to Shechtesan. Shechtesan. What is all these extra words? <coughs> so the answer is very simple. <coughs> Avraham Avinu's Neshama understood what Ratzon Hashem was. And whatever was Ratzon Hashem, it propelled him to do it Bizrizus. Do it as quick as possible. Hashem says, go, we're going. 60 miles an hour, zero to, zero to 60 in two seconds. What is not Ratzon Hashem? Well, that's it, you know. You move yourself. I'm not moving you. I'm not, it's not self-propelled anymore. The neshama of Avraham Avinu knew that Hashem didn't want him to shecht. So till now, everything was bizrizus, real quickly. Now it's coming time, and the neshama says, one second, this is not Ratzon Hashem to shecht him. Avraham Avinu felt that. 
He thought it was all part of the Nisayan. Hashem wants to see now what he's going to do on his own. Is he going to go into overdrive on his own to go Shechtim? So by Yishlach, this took effort. It didn't happen on its own. He had to go schlep out, stretch out his hand, take the machelet. It took effort. Why lishchait espinoi? Because he's going to shech. It wasn't one, two, three. He wasn't able to just shech this on because his neshama wasn't doing the bizrizas. Because deep down the neshama knew this wasn't what he was supposed to do. Avram Avinu, he's still going. He's not stopping just because he doesn't feel his neshama doing it. Then maybe that's part of the Nisayan. So by Yishlach Avram, now things are like in slow motion because Avram Avinu takes a lot of effort. His neshama is not helping him out here in cruise control. Avram Avinu finally has the knife. He makes the bracha baruch Hashem with the most unbelievable kavanas in the world. He's about to shech Yitzchak benay Ratan Hashem give up the ava of his son that he waited so many years for that he built up. Who is his son Yitzchak Avinu? He's about to shech him. This is it. Hashem Avram Avram Slow down. When you're in the middle of doing something and you have all the concentration in the world and you're very tense, you have a knife and you have to t- you're trying to cut something and you need and all of a sudden someone says, "Hey, what happens? You cut yourself? You jump? But if, if something happens, you can't." For example, as Rebbe always says, the muscle if you have this bus that's coming down a steep hill 90 miles an hour middle of the night and at the bottom of the hill is a rookie traffic cop and he's there and he's screaming stop and turn around you gotta go the other direction what does the bus driver say? I'm coming 90 miles an hour I can't just stop and make a U-turn let me get to the bottom of the hill and slow down then I'll turn around and try to get back up when you're careening down something at a million miles you can't just make an about face Avram Avinu here, this is it. He's like a train hurling down the tracks. Hineni, I'm here. The same Hineni he was before. The answer in this, that's why the Hineni is here three times, and this Hineni is the biggest one. Because we're making a big mistake. When we're ready to do a mitzvah, we go and we prepare ourselves, and then we're in auto. We're going. You want me to stop? Slow down. I have to make a stop get myself collected, calm, cool, then maybe I could change gears. The Avos HaKadoshim were not like that. The Avos HaKadoshim, every minute and every second, they were making a conscious decision. What is Ratzon Hashem now? What does Hashem want me to do this moment? There's never a thing, I'm coming down tracks, I'm coming down a hill, I'm careening full speed, and I need time to, I'm like in, in cruise and auto. It's not like that. What's the Ratzon Hashem this minute? The Ratzon Hashem this minute is I should go up on the mountain. The Ratzon Hashem this minute is I should tie Yitzchak. The Ratzon Hashem this minute is I should take the Machalas. The Ratzon Hashem this minute is I should make a bracha. I should say Baruch. I should say Atah. I should say Hashem. I should say Al Hashkita. Hashem calls me. I'm not, I'm not rushing anywhere. He, what's the Ratzon Hashem now? Hineni. Here I am, Hashem. Like what did Rashi say Hineni means? I'm ready. I'm ready to do what you want. Because there's no such thing as auto. There's no such thing as this is what I'm doing and now need to change. Every
every moment there's a new conscious decision. Is this Ratzon Hashem? Yes. What's Ratzon Hashem? Ratzon Hashem is Hineini? Atzishlach Yad Chalanar? Don't do it? Okay. Ratzon Hashem till now was make the bracha. Ratzon Hashem now is stop doing it. That's it. This is showing the godless of Avram Avinu as if we haven't shown it yet. But these were the obvious actuation. There was nothing that was done just because we're doing it. Every second and moment, their neshama was asking them, what is Ratzon Hashem? Ratzon Hashem is this? Ratzon Hashem is to do, to go, to go, to go, to stop? Okay, we stop. Finish. He doesn't cut his hand. He doesn't cut Yitzchak. He doesn't slip. He doesn't drop the knife. Nothing. That's Ratzon Hashem. Hineini. Here I am. And that's why it's being taught, we asked in the beginning, why is Hineini here? The same Hineini from before, when he wasn't under pressure. The same Hineini when he was under pressure. And Hineini Bani. And the same Hineini over here, when he's about to finally do what he's been preparing for. Abram, Hineini, don't do it. Okay, I don't do it. That's Abram Avinu, every moment of Hashem. What happens? Don't do anything. I see your your real kimata. Now he knows the mouth didn't give him any bracha yet. He just told him don't do it. Abraham Avinu lifts up his eyes. What does he see? He sees an ayol. The ayol is caught in the in the in the svach in the in the thicket. The sultan doesn't want to let him come. Abraham Avinu brought him la'ila instead of his son. What do you mean instead of his son? He's not supposed to bring his son. So Rashi tells us, every avoider, he said, He shechted the ayol, he said, Yiratzen as if this is my son. When he, when he threw the blood on the Mizbeach, Ke'ilu is my son's blood. When he skinned the animal, Ke'ilu is my son. When he burnt him, it was Ke'ilu is my son, Venasa Deshen. Just some kind of game here. Abraham Avinu says, you know, Yirat, it was like Kaparis, that Kalifazi, that Murasi, you know what I mean? It's Ki'ilu, it's my son. Oh, the Tyre is telling me it was he did a Ki'ilu, he was his son. That means to say that what Avraham Avinu did here was above and beyond anything he did till now. Avraham Avinu so much wanted to do the Ratan Hashem to Shech son. And the Ratan Hashem was not to Shech son. But what Avraham Avinu did when he had this aisle in front of him he took all of his concentration and all of his rotsin and everything about him it was to him this aisle was his son it's not a joke when the Torah says Tachas Benai Avram Avinu saw his son there when he made the bracha and shechted the aisle he was shechting his son Yehi Ratzai not a joke that Ki'ilu this is my chicken on my head Zech Halifasi Zech Morasi I should go I was supposed to go Lamisa it'll go Lamisa hey, that's a joke Hopefully it take a little bit to heart. But anyone really thought themselves of the chicken as it's being shechted? No. But Avram Avinu here, if the Torah tells me he did it, he took, it was as if all his kaychus hanefesh in order that this is taka his son. And he shechted his son, and he threw the dam of his son, and he skinned his son, and he burnt his son. And that's why it says the Briskarov, you'll never find a medrash, or probably, or most times, you won't find the medrash that says, Eifer shall ayel. It always says, Eifer shall yitzchak. Did yitzchak ever get burnt? Where's the Eifer shall yitzchak? It's never burnt. The ayel was burnt. But the answer is that Avraham Avinu was able with his kaychas hanefesh to make it 
he was doing as if he was burning it as, as his son, Hashem considers it as if Yitzchuk was burnt. That's Tachas Benoit. Now the Malach comes out. Abraham Avinu just took the sign of Akedah. He could have ended right there. He just took it from unbelievable to beyond belief. That he should be able to shecht the ayol as if he was actually shechting his son. So now what does the Malach do? Now the Malach gives him a bracha. You didn't hold back because you actually shechted him. I'm going to bless you. It wasn't enough to stand in the Nisayim. It was this above and beyond the call of duty that Avram Avinu was like to the bracha. And what does it end off? And your, and your children will be Irish, will inherit the gates of their enemies. Says the Ramban. Um... With this act, Avraham Avinu was given a promise. There'll never be an Avera that is enough to destroy Kla Yisrael. There'll always be a Kla Yisrael. The schutz of the Akedah will stand forever. And there will never be a time that Kla Yisrael will fall in the hands of their enemies and not get out of it. This is a haftacha that we are going to be and bring about the gula shleima. Avraham Avinu. But when was this promised to him? When was this bracha given to him? Not at the end of the Akedah when he said, don't do it. Even though he passed the test by then. Passing the test was not enough. Avraham Avinu on his own went further. Shem didn't tell him to do this. He took the ayel and he went ki'ilu, it was Yitzchak Benoit. That act of ava that he showed to Hashem brought the bracha, the ge'ula, the haftacha of the ge'ula hasidah for Klai Yisrael. That on Rosh Hashanah we live every year with this chus, every tainus eight sara we bring and we invoke this chus of the akedah, and like we're saying now, the ge'ula hasidah, the kiyam of Klai Yisrael was this one act. Chana Shiva Banel was a wonderful thing. She gave up seven children. But you can't compare it to the act of the Akedah. From the moment of the beginning to the end of the Nisayan was something beyond unbelievable. Abraham Avinu then took it to the next stage of Tachas Benoi and he actually went in his mind and Shechtin Yitzchak and Hashem considered it and agreed to it because Hashem says the ashes of Yitzchak are always in front of me. Where is Yitzchak? The ayah was Yitzchak. That brought about the biggest chus for Klai Yisrael ever. That through it were Zaychad never to be destroyed and, and the Gulo Hasidah will come out through us. This is the Akeita. So that's why this is the biggest chus. So I hope that through now looking at it through the way we have seen the Akeita, we have a little bit of a different light into what the Akeita was. It wasn't just go take up your son, then Hashem played a game with him and says, oh, you don't have to do it. He took the Isle of Zehu. This was an act from beginning to end of Avraham Avinu wanting to do the mitzvah with Zrizus, the Simcha, the Ava, make the Ava as big as possible so he can give it up to Hashem. A person, the, the, the guy says the reason why the stories in the Parshas Barashas are written, and especially the story of the Akedah, is to teach us 
how far a person's Ava for Hashem has to reach. And of course, we're not expected to do the Akedah. But the idea of giving up for the Rabbani Shalom, doing mitzvahs, bizrizos, a little bit better than we did them before, these are all part of the schus of the Akedah, of doing the Ratzon of Hashem, of being able to change gears if the Ratzon of Hashem tells me to do something that I don't like or different than I thought. This is all part of the Akedah. This was the schus of Avraham Avinu. This was the Akedah. Okay, we'll stop here and we'll continue.